Didn't Master Chief have a name? It's John. It was John. It was John. I knew it was one of those, you know, sort of prototypical man names. I think he's got a number, too. Yeah, 117. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Did you read the novels, too, Austin? No, I didn't read the novels. I've never owned an Xbox. So don't even come <laughs> in. Never owned I, don't a even, I don't even own an Xbox. I don't even own Bill's, <laughs> Bill's, I don't even own Bill's game tub that puts, <laughs> makes the green light. Or the red one. Bill's bad red light was the bad thing that nobody Oh, wanted. Bill's red light is bad. Bill's good square. The good square. From Bill. <laughs> Bill's gamer square. Everyone gather around Bill's gamer square. We're going to talk to John. Oh, John. It's time for games. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Oh, ring, ring, ring. Wake up, little cats. It's the final mm. morning of our final episode of Cats for the Summer. Cats for the Summer. That's our, that's our unofficial title for a title we probably have already come up with at this point. What about, what about Cats on a Hot Tin Roof? Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're this. We're at the point where it's our fourth week. We're going to start reusing all of our cat puns. Um, <laughs> we're out of them. And, but we've had so much fun. We've just had so much fun licking and cleaning ourselves oh, like God. cats do and coughing <laughs> up. That's so uh, much fun. Licking. <laughs> coughing up a comedy ball on your floor. <laughs> And uh, you know what? This week is extra exciting. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I'm Austin. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And sure enough, it's Saturday morning, Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. All cats, baby, all the time. All cats. Again, one more yeah. time. And you guys, we got to Yes. What if I'm a cat and I'm curled up in the corner and I don't fucking care about anything? What, what, what would you say to me about then? Uh, what I'd say is that this show isn't for you. This isn't. We never said this was for cats. This is for, for people who <laughs> love cats. Ah. And so, you know what? We don't make our content for cats. <laughs> wow. Well, we're going to lose a lot of a lot so of viewers put your cat today. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I have to say, there are there there is one cartoon that we are watching today that has been, well, we've we've talked about watching it for three years, uh, yeah. and it's it's somehow and by somehow I mean sort of by design never showed up on the docket, uh, and I have this sort of sinking feeling that you suggested the the summer of cats specifically so that you could get us to watch Garfield and Friends, and. I feel like a long con has just sort oh, of been fully yeah. realized today. <laughs> Look, here's the, the real truth. The real truth is that I love both of our shows today. Uh, and I watch both of our shows quite a lot, uh, which is Thundercats and Garfield and Friends. Wait, wait, wait. Which is, of course, Garf Garfield and Garfield and Friends. <laughs> 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 the, what is it, the Barnyard Bunch? What's the name of the second show? Oh, uh, uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the original... Comic strip is called U.S. Acres in in, in the oh. U.S. I don't um, know what they call it, Orson in the Gang or something. It's like Orson's that... Farm in the U.K. Yeah, I I... yeah, that's probably it. Now this is the caliber of incredible Garfield trivia that you're sure to be uh, have your ears just tickled and teased with all all episode today. Um, I think people are going to have their ears bleeding like uh, like <laughs> it, the is it the Rig? One of those Japanese horror movies where your ears bleed. <laughs> you know, one of those ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, you uh, you misunderstand our huge Garfield fan base that's just been chomping at the bit, been writing me letters every week on when we're going to watch Garfield and his great friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I want to get mad, but Austin's right. The Gallup polls have suggested that, uh, you know, shares our values, shares our Garfield. Uh, Garfield futures are way up. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's you know, we got to pander a little bit to our base. And uh, and I think I think that's what today's all about. We've avoided doing something like Thundercats as well. It it's sort of a, I don't know, like a like a. It's too big of a cartoon. It's why we watched Silverhawks for so long instead. It's like its little weird brother. Yeah, um, you know, it's not just that it's too big of a cartoon, but I feel like it really sort of was the one cartoon that the 
zeitgeisty like nerd culture yeah, it, 80s yeah. nostalgia thing the sheldon the sheldon big bang man um <laughs> we're all about the like remember thundercats and and everyone you know, always says ho 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 like santa claus yeah mm. exactly it just it feels like we don't really have any new opinions on thundercats that hasn't already been stated by sheldon cooper and in, in big bangs <laughs> or all those christian groups who love the way he quotes santa claus Right. <laughs> We're going to be saying Merry Christmas again. <laughs> Thundercats, ho, ho, ho. Oh, no. I Yeah, so this is, this is going to be this, this is our final week. I'm very sad, but uh, cats had their time in the sun. It's time for them to get kicked out the door. I still got a cup of coffee from 2006 from Starbucks. The last time they were good when it said, it said Merry Christmas on it. <laughs> and I'll drink, I'll drink it when they bring Christmas back. <laughs> I got it signed by Tobin Wolf, creator of Thundercats. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I think I think we have to we have to start. We got to get in this. Yeah, before um, this completely goes off the rails again. Um, oh my gosh, let's dive right in. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. We're, we're ready, ready to, to, to party. We're ready to party, we're ready. Yeah. I hope you bring lots of spaghetti. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Come on in, it's time to party with Garfield and friends. Get the fuck out of here, dogs. It's time again for some cat cartoons, and you're not allowed, except for the one dog whose name is Odie, because we were watching Garfield and Friends, and I guess he counts as a friend? Do, he's I, not one of the friends. No, He's the, not one of the, the friends? No, the barnyard. The barnyard. Oh. Are the friends. <laughs> okay, so Odie is still just a piece of shit. Uh, this Garfield yeah. and Friends, uh, we watched two episodes, two, and, and I'm, I'm going to clarify this, but we watched two separate named segments of Garfield and Friends. Uh, they both feature a man named Cactus Jake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse, we saw the name and I don't think we could walk away. Yeah, well, just, uh, to, know, ju- uh, just to just to sort of explain further a little bit, uh, Garfield and Friends, if you remember, is like two two short Garfield episodes with a with a fucking barnyard episode in the you know <laughs> smack dab in the middle. So it's kind of awkward to just pick a random episode of Garfield and then and there are a lot of them and you have mm-hmm. two random episodes and also some barnyard horse you know horsing around and uh, we'd have to this... introduce all the other characters and we'd have to you know it's just a lot of discussion then, for very small amount of content yeah and yet it didn't feel quite fair to give Garfield to give the king the king of the comic strip the king of the Sunday funnies John Arbuckle. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or, or, but, but seven minutes of, of fame. So yeah. we picked two. So well, and I think it's is, good that... Goose's runtime up. I think it is good that we've ignored the barnyard segment, the uh, the the U.S. What did I even call it? I don't fucking care. U.S. Acres. U.S. Acres. The U.S. Acres. I think it's great that we ignore it because then we would have had to make room in our lives for a second Sheldon um, because that's the name of the, the, the egg that walks like a man with the two legs poking out of it. Uh, and I don't, I don't know that I have room for a second Sheldon. I've got the one and he lives in There's a very, only, my heart can only hold one, a very special place in my heart for that one Sheldon and only one praise him. I've only got, I've only got one bazinga hole. <laughs> God only gave us but one bazinga. <laughs> Uh, so we watched we watched two segments, two Garfield segments, both featuring Cactus Jake. Uh, we watched episode 14C, which is called Cactus Jake Rides Again. And we watched episode 44C called How the West Was Lost. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll briefly talk about both of them and get out as fast as humanly possible, I think. So uh, Cactus Jake Rides Again. John, Odie, and Garfield invite Cactus Jake to reside at their home temporarily during a rodeo championship, which they find unpleasant i'm mean, gonna thank you both at once or just one at a time oh it's well, i, I, we'll I want to say oh sure so i think it's worth it's worth saying um these shows this show is dreadful and <laughs> <laughs> i have a new floor for my opinion on austin <laughs> okay okay so so here's the deal. So uh, I promised to to quit the show if we didn't watch Garfield. Um, and is was it worth it? 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, the it's a bell is, you can only ring one time, so I hope you sure. like your use of it. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, guys. Um, you can't light the torches of Gondor twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Um, I, you know, I watched a lot of Garfield, and I had mostly pleasant memories. There's a lot I've forgotten about it, um, and namely that I didn't really realize that it sucked. I mean, you know, uh-huh. it's 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 medium jokes for children. And, you know, even, even it's, it's, there aren't a lot of belly laughs, even for kids. Um, there aren't really any jokes in this show. What I will say is the two Cactus Jake episodes we watched were better than I watched, uh, one of the other half episodes, um, in one of these full episodes. Mm. I watched, I watched one about like, a some sort of dog cleaning machine <laughs> and, it really, it, that episode was even worse. And it basically was like a series of strips. It was like a series of setup, like mm-hmm. punchline, and then it fade to black and, and then a new scene. And so it really was just like a series of comic strips uh, well, that didn't have jokes in them. So here's, uh, here's, here's something I'll help you out with. Uh, hey, hey, there's 121 episodes of Garfield and Friends. Um, which is mind-boggling and disgusting. Times three, then, right? Basically, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, like <laughs> three hundred and some individual segments. But and and this started in nineteen eighty-eight, right? Uh, but it was still syndicating by the time I was cognizant enough to be watching television. And this is this is the general structure for a Garfield episode, which I guess is just trying to prey on the, a shitty attention span of a kid. But it starts with a quickie. So they do these quickies, these like uh, these like 30 <laughs> second segments that are basically just pulled straight from their Sunday comics. So they just animate a Sunday comic with maybe a little extra. So it's a Garfield quickie, the theme song, a Garfield episode, a U.S. Acres quickie, a U.S. Acres episode screaming with Binky with Binky the clown in the middle. Some sort of weird segment where Binky screams at someone, followed <sighs> by another Garfield quickie, another Garfield episode, and then the credit sequence. So it's like. And this is this is a thirty minutes time slot. It's so it, it, in twenty two minutes. There's like yeah, it's 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 quite a bunch of divergent content. And and what I will say is that it's an interesting way to adapt a Sunday comic strip. Sure, true. That essentially is probably, as far as we know, cancer for long form storytelling. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, you mean the Garfield movie didn't do it for you? <laughs> You know, it's just I I get that coming from a Sunday comic that again is just sort of has three jokes in it. Yeah. Um that that Jim Davis kind of reuses again and again. Um doesn't lend itself to a single plot for 22 minutes. Well, it doesn't lend itself to being a cartoon at all, which is But it just, doesn't. No. It, it would, I mean, Peanuts worked to some degree, but like this doesn't. This doesn't in any way. For um, example, Garfield does his like thought communication. Uh, in the comics, he doesn't really have conversations with John. He, he only no. thinks thoughts in his head. And then John kind of goes about his business or reacts to his physicality. And that's this, mostly what happens. But they seem to be able to sort of get like kind of kind of get on his wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems like at times he can directly communicate with say cactus jake or (laughs) it makes his inner monologue more like this strange like (laughs) tax power or tax power (laughs) cat power yeah toxoplasmosis he could just influence (laughs) them with his mind well and most of the time his thought speech is just delivered straight to the camera which you know if it was better written or better delivered it might have worked but it comes off like did, did you guys ever play that 64 game gex enter the gecko yeah, I you're, I did you're Gex. Gex is Gex is constantly doing this shit in that game where he turns and he says some he says something that's supposed to be a joke and it's not a joke. He'll say something like, "This is like a luau at Mel Blanc's house," and that's not funny. It's not a joke. And Garfield is doing that shit all the time. At one point, he like there's like there's a there's a horse in this episode, right? His name is Certain Death, and he, Garfield gets some lasagna and he walks out and says, "There's nothing like a before dinner snack." 
Wild horses couldn't get this lasagna away from me. And then the horse walks up and he goes, No, on second thought, wild horses could. And yeah. is that a punchline? Is that a joke? No, there's no. only one joke in this show. Um, and it did, it did elicit a small chuckle from me. It's at the, at the end of this episode. Uh, Garfield has now, like, after having sort of been exposed to how the horses live, yes. uh, gotten himself a feeding trough that he clips okay. onto his face. <laughs> right. Uh, I actually thought there was a joke I enjoyed far more, uh, not to make this a competition. Um, <laughs> but uh, this whole episode is basically they, they run into Cactus Jake, who's having trouble as a rodeo hand or something. He's looking after the horse that needs to buck the 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 the, the attractive really cowboy, cowboy the hot yeah. cowboy and uh so he's living in hotels and essentially invites himself to John's house where he sets up camp <laughs> and uh makes makes stinky chili that nobody likes to eat and <laughs> uh i actually quite enjoyed a fourth wall aside from garfield in this episode where he says enjoy cactus jake while you can folks this is his last appearance on my show (laughs) yeah that was all right (laughs) and i i actually really enjoyed that basically that was it i really enjoyed from this episode um sure because i like it's almost a kermit the frog kind of fourth wall break Mm -hmm. of like both the he's both the host and the like producer he's like the producer of the show as well and he's like look i'm sorry about this this bad guest star (laughs) (laughs) no longer gonna be on the show and like i like that kind of joke a lot more than like what are the writers thinking this is a (laughs) terrible this writing is terrible like yeah 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 it's yeah i don't know it, it plays better in the way that garfield did it than say like what was one of the other sh- I feel like we just watched like Samurai Pizza Cats that was just like uh oh, oh yeah, this yeah. writing makes no sense. I'm like yeah. okay, well fix it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I don't yeah, I don't know. There, this one it's it's stupid. There's there's nothing much that happens in any of these uh from what I can tell and what I remember. Any- no, that's the unfortunate part was that they both even with only like 5 to 7 minutes they still rely heavily on nonsense. Yeah. It's just it's just gags that fall short. Yeah. For every one comic that a Garfield comic that's like a medium again, like a medium smile, you know, <laughs> this is all the ones that didn't make it. And so so it's just a whole lot of nothing. Uh, uh the second episode that we watched uh is called How the West Was Won- How the West Was Lost. I almost said one. <laughs> what a funny joke. Uh, here's, here's what happens in this one. After Cactus Jake is fired from the ranch, John tries to find him a new job. Jake's cowboy nature gets in the way of each job. Which, it's a, such a strong setup for, for comedy of just a mm-hmm. cowboy unable to do, like, unable to just, like, sit at his desk without, you know, uh, cooking up, cooking up beans on a campfire or whatever, and they right. do none of it. There's <laughs> no. just no, they don't use it at all. It's... Yeah, it's a bad plot. Um... <laughs> It's not good. No. I, there's, there's like there's like one or two things in this episode that I did find at least wild, if not outright funny, like just like really strange. Uh, because when they're at the dude ranch, Abel, John seems obsessed with the dude ranch. I don't know if he's just some city slicker who really likes to envision himself as someone who could do cowboy things. I think that's a big part of it. He, he does always kind of try to like be macho. He's mm-hmm. a real like Jerry from Rick and Morty. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. like a real like. Oh boy, I want to do this. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry's modeled after John Arbuckle. Oh yeah, I, I think I there's a either. lot of DNA there. <laughs> also, didn't didn't Rick and Morty do some some weird rambling? They did do a Garfield. Thing, yeah, they did. Yeah, about, Lorenzo about the music. Yeah, yeah, Lorenzo music played Bill Murray's character in the in this in the Ghostbusters, and then yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's it's a medium <laughs> anecdote. Yeah. Uh, so. The, they have they have like one major problem at the dude ranch. Uh, well, I should I should say there are two major problems. So the first one is that the carpet it's been, bagging dweeb. Yeah, it, it's it's a new owner. He's a dweeb from out we out out west. <laughs> it's Diane Weist. Uh, he's a, he's a dweeb from out east who has a college degree. Uh, he has a master of equine and saddle sciences. An M.E.S.S. degree. And boy, is he ever a mess. 
which is a joke that did not need explaining. It's a uh, yeah. it's a bad joke. It was kind of funny that John knew and like respected the degree immediately, mm-hmm. but did not play <laughs> yeah, for a I, laugh. But I am pretty frustrated because I feel like any sort of, you know, uh college program that deals with livestock uh sciences <laughs> and deals with farming and farming technology would be uh have a lot of practicums that'll have a lot of practical experience and he would actually know what he was doing. Um I would if he was out so. there doing it, you know? But in fact, doesn't seem to be. He seems like a piece of shit. And he's brought all this like crazy machinery. And so that's like the main problem. Uh, that's why uh, that's why Cactus Jake gets high, gets fired uh, is because he 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 doesn't seem to be able to cut it with this newfangled technology. But the other main problem that they're having is a very horny horse that keeps showing up. <laughs> yes. Uh, named Volcano, presumably because he's <laughs> about to fucking burst. Um, uh, yeah. And this is ready. <laughs> and he is after these new mares that they got in. And these lady horses are wearing lipstick. And you can't tell me those horses put that lipstick on themselves. So maybe yeah. someone put it on them. And I've, it just paints a bad picture to me. These horse ladies have like wigs that make, make it look like they were from the cast of hairspray for horses. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, the, they're like just, a doo-wop trio. Yeah, just in case you didn't get that they are lady horses, you just got to know. Because otherwise, if they all all the horses look alike and one horse wants to bone the other horses, then like that's that might be gay. a gay horse. That's yeah, gay. we can't have that in Garfield's world. <laughs> Garfield, notoriously only, homophobic cat. I only, I only slam, I only slam lady horses. You got that partner. Um. Uh. It, uh, the Garfield aside for this episode was his um, observation that Cactus Jake was the only guest star they could afford uh, on this show, which yeah. also isn't true because they've had some pretty they noteworthy also guest stars. Quite a bit, quite a few. But it's a, yeah, at this point, that joke no longer plays. I think the first one's kind of early in the show's existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like fourteen episodes. So fourteen, in, so that's, but that's actually seven then, right? No, no, that's that's 14 oh, real ones. Oh, actual 14. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But this is actually 44 real ones in, so. Yeah. Uh, do you think they were in trouble with uh, Seinfeld for all the music they oh enjoyed Oh, God, I was going to comment on that, too, yeah. <laughs> they do They do Garfield's hot, hot takes on his observational comedy to some slap bass. We don't hot shoe the customers. I guess I messed up, huh? <laughs> Fuck, it's so weird. And it's not even appropriately used or anything. It's no, like, it's it's the same dark Garfield inner monologue, just kind of Seinfeld-y. Did you say dark Garfield? Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to like a like a Shadow and Sonic the Hedgehog kind of place with dark Garfield. But we'll never I get that. I hate lasagna and love Mondays. <laughs> Garfield, John. no. John, will you marry me? You're very attractive. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Who changed every day on my calendar to Monday? <laughs> Dark it was Garfield. I. Dark Garfield. <laughs> Come on, Odie, let's play a board game. Um, I, I feel as though the Seinfeld slap bass here was just really weird because the first time I even like noticed it coming in was... Well, okay, I should clarify. The 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 second part of this episode is just sort of a formulaic like joke that repeats of Cactus Jake at a job interview and failing it and he tries various different jobs and Yeah, they in. sneak it in in such in such kind of uh clutter, like just audio clutter that you do miss. Mm-hmm. I missed the first one or two slap and bases myself. I think I think the first one is uh is at the at the shoe shop one where mm-hmm. he like goes to he's like the guy's like oh help that lady out getting shoes and he tries to like talk about heating up her shoe in the forge and nailing it to her foot like a like a horse and as he is like kicked out of the store in like a sad like oh you you cactus jake we're hearing like a (laughs) (laughs) it's too bad they don't i mean it's gonna be hard to do on a little kids show i guess but they could have really drilled this in because uh, you know, Seinfeld, the show, plays up that character in a in a fairly light, you know, uh, positive light, despite his, you know, uh, many awfulnesses. Uh, mm-hmm. It would have been fun to just see a show that just does all the way, treats treats Garfield like the way Seinfeld treats Seinfeld, you know, just like... <laughs> 
like just kind of highlights how terrible Garfield and Seinfeld both are as, as wretched as wretched people. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm looking something up. Hold on. Oh, when yes. Seinfeld premiered and when Yeah, yeah. So so this episode aired exactly one year a year and a couple months after the first Seinfeld episode aired on television. Okay. Oh, thank God. I couldn't I couldn't let Garfield be the <laughs> The origin of the comedic slap maze. Yeah, no, don't even, don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even trip, Doc. <laughs> don't trip. Uh, yeah. So they, I don't know. He comes back. He tries to get his job back. The, you know, the the nerd is clearly in over his head and is getting terrorized by the volcano man, the volcano horse man, trying to blow his load all over the machines. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and so he gets him to take, you know, he's like, I'll help if you take me back if you take, you know, give me my job back. And, uh, Garfield manages to get the horse into this, like, essentially like a car wash for horses that the guy has, has brought with him. Uh, kind of and like he... masturbating car wash machine. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Car wash for horses does sound like a pretentious <laughs> indie band or a, like, <laughs> lit, like a serious lit novel. Yeah. But when this when Volcano comes out the other side, he has come out after getting cleaned by a bunch of like scary tentacles. He is pushed out looking like a really fuckable horse, man. <laughs> and and all the mares suddenly aren't scared of him anymore. They are down to clown and like four of them surround him. And I guess we're just sort of, you know, left. But he's to got no that... juice left to give. <laughs> he's ready. He's, yeah. <laughs> Young, dumb and ready to stud. Some sort of Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> There was juice now. <laughs> As he picks up his broken <laughs> penis from the ground. <laughs> but there was juice now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, th- I think the last thing there is to say is, is really just like, why did we even pick <laughs> Cactus Jake? <laughs> um... And uh, it's a funny name, and we wanted a funny a name, line. you guys. Yeah, I don't care who he is. He's a recurring character that his voice is the Frank Welker, the Shaggy, like his Wild West Shaggy um, from Scooby Doo. And you know, who cares? He, you know, I would say was he kind of a letdown based on yeah. just looking at the name Cactus Jake, thinking this yeah. should be good. He probably, yeah. he's no Doctor Five Eyes. Yeah, he's no Doctor Five Eyes. Also. I don't think this was terribly off off brand for another other Garfield episodes. I feel like no. we probably got something more coherent than Maybe. 90% of the other episodes that are, again, just sort of gag vignettes. Well, and well, it's a yeah, perfect you, example of how bad the writing is just in the on the reg. Having right. this guest character sort of forces them to sort of go through the at least the motions of a story. Where you, <laughs> you're, it's not free form like just just uh, John Odie and Garfield, and they just kind of do shit in random orders and intervals. Yeah, right. Hey, I gotta I gotta drop a clip though to sort of round us out at the end when they uh, get Cactus Jake's job back. Garfield dressed up as uh, as the little cowboy named Shorty goes into the dude ranch and comes out with like a ton of food, and uh, it's you know of course lasagna. And he has this towering plate of lasagna somehow for, for whatever reason, the dude ranch made lasagna for everybody. And uh, the last thing he says to the camera is I've got a new old Western saying, you can take the cat out of the lasagna, but you can't take the lasagna out of the cat. And either of those were true or make sense. Mm-hmm. OMG, big mood <laughs> AF. <laughs> <laughs> Post that on Facebook and say mood. Uh, now, Austin, you have something of a personal history with Garfield, don't you? Uh, what do you mean? Isn't it true that your parents had to limit your Garfield time? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they, they were, I, I, you know, mostly the comics, I would say. Uh, but my father was especially worried about Garfield's sort of level of sarcasm. That it was creeping into, creeping into my own behavior. Um, and so, yeah, he, he didn't want me to read Garfield because he thought it was making me sarcastic. Morphing you into a little Garfield. It's making me into a smart aleck. Damn you, curse you, Lorenzo Music. 
So how did it work? Did they did they cut it out of the paper or was it just like the honor system? <laughs> Scissors. Well, they made, they, maybe they made they like made him Put it in the cut Garfield jar. They gaslit me to believe that Garfield never existed in the paper. There's always just been this big hole in the Sunday funnies. <laughs> just to make sure the paper's lined up right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh, oh, brother! Oh shit! That's my that's my sarcasm coming back. I worked so hard to. <laughs> God, I tried so hard. I'm sorry, mommy and daddy. <laughs> All right, Austin. What's our categories for Garfield and his ding dang friends? Our categories for Garfield and his ding dang friends are as follows. Uh, would you adopt this cat? Hard pass. Hard pass. I, you know, I think yeah. Garfield would just be like a roommate who sucks. Yeah, there is no real benefit other than he eats all my lasagna. Yeah, he, he does not pay for day. the lasagna. No, he'd eat and me out of my fucking paycheck. Whoa, eat you out! Whoa, Nelly! Oh, Garfield! There's lasagna. You'll never guess where I put the lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- uh, is the cat theme necessary? Yeah, uh, actually. Yeah, yeah they kind yeah, of played it. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, Garfield as a person, as a little person <laughs> living in John's house, doesn't really work. <laughs> Though I would definitely watch. <laughs> I would. I would, yes. Um, is Garfield an indoor or an outdoor cat? He's well, that's an, an indoor, indoor cat. Or he's an indoor cat, big time, unless he's <laughs> yeah. being a, a fun cowboy character. He's got he's got levels, you know? Yeah, unless he, if he has to put on an entirely different persona in order to leave the house. In order to get lasagna <laughs> more efficiently, or to, or to send Nermal to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, yeah, he's an indoor cat. Yeah, definitely. And would Garfield kill and eat a mouse? Uh, no, I don't think he could. Though he Counterpoint? Would. The mouse's name is lasagna. Yeah, I see I'm still it. saying I don't think he could, but I think he would. Mm. I, I worry. I actually worry about Garfield's nutrition, and I think he <laughs> has been too conditioned to people food to, like, enjoy just, like, a basic protein, like yeah. eating a mouse. Um, and I think, you know, it might cause trouble later with his, you know, dietary issue, you know. It might yeah. cause trouble later. So, he's in trouble now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he would want to kill Anita Mouse. I think he'd be capable of it. But uh, yeah, he's eating too much lasagna. <laughs> he can't ever go home. <laughs> he can't ever. <laughs> <laughs> We've ruined him. Hey, Rory. What up, dog? Uh, can you please tell us about this totally fire new sponsor that we have? Uh, and it's TikTok Bible Stories. TikTok Bible Stories, everybody. Um, so what I've found when I'm at church is, uh, you know, it's just so GD long. Right, right. sure. And boy, wouldn't it be fun to just do the whole thing over TikTok. Um, <laughs> the pastor and the pastor does, he does, um. Well, he mouths along to, to, to uh, I guess, somebody else doing doing the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is there, like, a dance involved? Well, sometimes there's some choreog- some light choreography, but I wouldn't, I would hesitate to say there's, like, a, a you know, a, a, a dance. It's not, it's no mm-hmm. Dougie. Damn. <laughs> That's for secular folks only, I guess. <laughs> the Dougie? <laughs> the, the treats of the secular world. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven's a strict no duggie though. You know, teach a man how to duggie and he'll duggie for a day. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, so I, I, I feel like, it, you know, you're in a global pandemic, church is closed, except for if you're in, uh, you're one of those guys, you're one of those Joel Osteens, and you do it, <laughs> a, you, you, and, you li- and you live your life in flagrante to the law. Because uh, uh, you, you only answer to one law, and it's God's law, and it's the one you made, it's your, it's your own personal interpretation of it. <laughs> uh, so if you're not a big Joel Osteen fan, then uh, you know the we're Irish. left we're left we're left picking at the scraps with a yeah. we're, we can't go to his gilded halls and and right. roll down the velvet carpet to the to the uh, to the mahogany pews. We've got to sit in our living room with our 
friggin' families and watch Shook Talk Bible stories where a pastor mouths along to uh, <laughs> to somebody else reading the Bible and does no duggies. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a selling point for some people. It's still pretty, yeah, especially grandma who says no duggies. She's got the sign that says no duggie in, in the living room. She's... <laughs> Don't better not be duckies. Oh, it's it's a it's a kitty cat Christmas, everybody. We just <laughs> we we we've, we've opened the biggest present under the tree, and it mm. was is the Thundercats. It's Santa's gift. Santa's gift yeah. to us. Ho ho ho! That's right. Is that what we want, just like Santa Claus does it. <laughs> you know, Santa Claus asks sort of omens for sight beyond sight to look into your bedroom to find out if you've been naughty. Oh, he sure um, does. That lines is, up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, everything's so. everything's coming up Christmas on this one. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me slap you guys with some nopses on this episode cuz we watched a great one. Uh we watched uh ThunderCats episode 34, Queen of Eight Legs. Mm. Uh witnessing unusual activity in the kingdom of webs from his cauldron. <laughs> Uh, then you've heard that right. We've just caught him spying. Does he is that's probably a normal like cold open. That's how Mumra does spying, it. He's yeah, from he just looks pot. into his bubbles. Yeah. Okay. So witnessing unusual activity in the kingdom of webs from his cauldron, Mumra summons Nemesis to explain this to him. <laughs> <laughs> Nemesis, what are spiders? <laughs> Nemesis, how do I open PDF? <laughs> Uh, the force of darkness informs Mumra that the kingdom of web that the <clears throat> the force of darkness informs Mumra that the kingdom of webs has a newly hatched queen called Spidera. Mumra then transforms into the tiny dy- diamond fly in order to lure the Thundercats into Spidera's web of rage. Oh, oh that feels good. One. Oh, it's a wild <laughs> little episode. Mm, mm, you know. Another reason I was resistant to picking Thundercats for this show is just because my memory of watching Thundercats just didn't feel like there were that many interesting episodes. It and there's you know, not. It's very and to be fair. This heavy. one's this one's a bit of a mess if you actually wanted to talk about the things oh, that yeah. happened. But sure. it's it's chock full of little moments. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, so so okay. So in case you've been living on a rock and you have no idea what Thundercats living is, on a I rock. Mean, <laughs> in case you've been living on top of a rock and you know can still just, can still watch thundercats for, can still watch thundercats as opposed to the people who live under your rock you fucking landlord uh there <laughs> this show this show was made in 1985 uh and it's uh it's animated in japan which of course you can tell if you look at it and i didn't know yeah, when that, i was it's a got kid. that late 80s the late 80s mm-hmm. animation out of japan that's just fucking gorgeous it's so buttery good, wonderful. And it's not great all the time, right? I mean, like, they still no, have budget. It's, sometimes it's a little cheap, and sometimes there it's a little bit uncanny. But for the most part, I'm, I'm in love with the high contrast, with mm-hmm. all the shading. They do all the light. Just, it's just mm-hmm. really cool. They have such a willingness to do custom animations. Like, they don't, like, I feel like a lot of the stuff out of Western houses were kind of just, like, background artist made a background. You better just do all the rest of the work on top of the cell. Just, like, do it. As opposed right. to like, this show feels very much like a storyboarder really thought about like, okay, and this is going to be kind of a custom thing. Lionel's going to jump through a tube and we <laughs> want the whole background to animate as he falls down this tube. And they're like, well, okay. And they make it happen. And it doesn't turn out amazing, but like it's more effort than you would see in any other show around this time. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I really appreciated it. Um it's it's kind of sad because the same studio is really good and they did Silverhawks and they did uh, Tiger Sharks. But then afterwards, Disney bought them and forced them to essentially work on all of their weird direct-to-video shit. And then they shut the studio down. And I think uh, we can see how this show had its had its sort of modern resurgence with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, teens just getting high. It's because it's beautiful and it's silly as shit. 
Yeah, I could just see I could see a weed field, a weed field binge on Thundercats. Well, and and it was it was shows like Thundercats and Speed Racer that I was enjoying, you know, a little later into my, you know, in my early teen years where it was mm. just like Snarf is silly, you know, is dumb <laughs> and we can laugh at Snarf for being a bad character. And then but then you're like, <laughs> you can laugh at at Lion-O's like weird ha ho. Yes, <laughs> big man character. Yeah. Uh, in like simple caveman lines. And, <laughs> you know, but there's there's still something compelling about it, because, again, it looked great most of the time. And <laughs> can, I, can I tell you something that I learned and I didn't know, because obviously when you're watching this show on television syndicating as a kid, you don't wa- you don't ever get to see the like first few episodes. Probably you see the random shit from the four seasons right. and uh, not not Frankie Valley's, but, you know, but they uh, they do this crazy opening thing in this show that sort of like explains why they're here and what they're doing. And I learned a crazy fact, which is, I mean, basically they're, they're like nobility refugees from another planet that were forced to go here. Uh, and, and like they, uh, they like tried some to sort like, of intergalactic Nigerian princess. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, their older, their like older companion Jaga, like was like, no, uh, you guys go into cryo sleep and I'll keep the ship on course. And he like dies of old age before they get there, which is why he's a ghost the whole show. But the thing that I didn't know the whole time I ever watched it is that Lino was a kid when they went into cryo sleep. Oh, Lino was yeah. just a boy. Was but a Lino's boy. just a little boy, and his cryopod malfunctioned and allowed his body to age slowly. And so when he wakes up as a very hot adult man, he's still like an eleven-year-old boy. And, and we never the day is long. <laughs> it's yeah. a more problematic Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so wild. I, I would never have known that he was a boy, but in a way, it kind of makes them, some things make more sense of why he has kind of like not a lot going on up there. Right. You know? He's a he's a very wooden, wooden hero. Uh, yeah. If you're looking at Lionel to try and like inspire you or maybe and interest you in any way. And he's got space madness from, from, yeah. <laughs> from <laughs> the void creeping into his cryotube. I yeah. wish they'd played him a little more like Billy Batson from Shazam, who, mm-hmm. who is fully a kid all the time. And it's just like, whoa, this is cool. I'm a kid. But like Lino is just cardboard. I mean, he's, he's yeah. nothing. Yeah. And I feel like that would have been more of a possibility had this show decided to sort of engage in any sort of story content whatsoever. It's just right. a big nonsense machine, right? I mean, yeah, it's you can see commercial. that in this episode. Uh, but... We can talk about the things that are absolutely fucking bananas, like Mumra's magical girl transformation into a tiny <laughs> waifu. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, do that right now. <laughs> because he turns into a little butterfly hottie. And she turns uh, into a manic pixie dream ghoul. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. Uh, it, there's, there's something so unsettling about Mumra, this like, horrible horrifying mummy man who the normally shriveled, transforms shriveled prune the, yeah this uh <laughs> this what does he what does he say the uh the decayed form ancient yeah. spirits of evil transforms decayed form to memory of a living and he normally turns into just like this huge hot mummy you know like you'd hire right? for a party <laughs> but but now oh, we love hot mummies <laughs> it's an odd it's an odd bit of world building they've done where he changes from ugly mummy to hot mummy and has to turn to hot mummy first before turning into hot uh, into hot fairy. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. He has to he has to like chrysalis himself. <laughs> he go he becomes really really tiny hot mummy and then <laughs> and then he be- goes into like a winged chrysalis and, and it comes out emerges <laughs> as a like a pixie with a diamond head. And the thing we've talked about before when when there's this sort of like gender swapped villain plan, he's got this one cooked and ready to go. Yeah. 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 And there, and there was no there was no prompting like, oh, the the Thundercats are hanging out with the fairies this week. I can't get to him. He's just mm-hmm. like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking get I'm going to get laid as a little fairy today. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his giggles on point. Oh, my God. At one point, I wrote down. Uh, I was writing down a, 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 a line, you know, because I, I sometimes write down the lines like when we're going to quote them for it's a not a drop, competition. You know? Just <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, behind the behind the scenes in my notes. And I wrote down like the part that Lionel said. And then I wrote Mumra giggles demurely. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I, it it's, brought a big, it brought a big smile to my face. It's fun. Was that what, was what, that in the subtitles, or are you just bragging about uh, knowing the word? No, I just that seemed like what the most natural way to describe I'm, what happened. I'm just busting. Chops, I know you're busting, baby. and I'm gonna I'm gonna bust you right back. Bust me, bust me, father. <laughs> For I've sinned. Bust me open like a coconut and get your chops. Take your prize. Oh. <laughs> So I'm just really curious about Mumra's whole plan here, um, because he sees through his cauldron's bubbles that <laughs> there's a new spider queen in town in the kingdom of webs. And I know we covered this in the synopsis, but I just got to <laughs> say it again, that there's a kingdom of webs. And I love that. And it's apparently so they've birthed a new queen for this kingdom. And uh, she's a real beast. And But, but yeah. Mumra's plan here is that... He's going to, he, he wants, he's like, okay, great. Hey, uh, spirit of nemesis, can you explain to me how, like, I can use this as a cool <laughs> way to, like, be nasty to lion out? Tell me the meaning of this nightmare event. What vicious evil hatches in the kingdom of worms? And how might I use it against the thundercats? I don't know what else to tell you, Mumra. It's a bad spider. Get him in there. <laughs> you graduated from the, the from the little leagues a long time ago. If you can't figure out how to use a big angry spider to hurt your enemies, I don't fucking know what we're doing here, Mumra. Yeah, stop what calling me for tech support. Don't yell at me. I just learned about this place ten seconds ago. <laughs> it knows the kingdom of webs. <laughs> but yeah, his 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 plan is to turn into a sexy little pixie and then to yep. go and and uh like mind like brainwash Lion-O into just walking himself to the kingdom of webs so yeah, that he can get eaten. Except the whole first thing that the pixie does, the whole tactic is to start screaming for help like conceivably just to then Lionel's a hero he'll if you say like hey help me i need help in the kingdom of webs he'll go there you don't yeah. need to hypnotize Lionel. right it, it that whole it's, it's like two plans it's two plans it's such a weird extra step yeah because then ultimately i i feel like they did it to solve a problem but it's not really a problem because yeah. snarf sees that he left his sword behind and so he follows along, but then he, Snarf gets captured, and then Lino gets unhypnotized, and then winds up in the Kingdom of Webs anyway with his sword. So like, just yeah, just go, just go to the Kingdom of Webs and be like, haha, I, I lied to you. I wasn't a fairy in trouble. I'm just Mumra. And then the spider like stole your sword. It's yeah. a thing we've commented on a lot, right? Where these shows tend to try to over-explain shit as if it merited it in the first place. Just. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to hold our hands, but they're they've invented a problem that wasn't there. There was yeah, yeah. People just a... go places sometimes. <laughs> they just right. I mean, they had a realistic setup without yeah needing to yeah. throw another couple hats on there. That yeah, it was super weird. Yeah, and it's not like we're not. It's not like anyone watching this show is paying attention because we're all so distracted by Lionel's monumental thighs. Yeah, and those those thickums. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Lionel's thickums are just really just distracting the eye. And I didn't, you know, if I wasn't watching this for a cartoon podcast, I probably wouldn't even have noticed that he left his sword. I'd just be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Squish me. <laughs> Lionel's crotch is 90% of this show. <laughs> we it's have a little slideshow in our, in our group chat, which might need to be some sort of multimedia adventure. <laughs> we, we post all the all the all of his hog shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's even worse when you remember that he's like his, eleven. His bristling bulge. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I want to point out also that Lionel's voice actor is just the worst. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a line that we when he's first getting uh, hypnotized by Mumra Waifu. That uh, where he's like, hey, turn down the lights. Pretty lights. Pretty lights. Lights. Pretty. You will help me, won't you? Thundercats always help those in need. It's just, I don't know. Like, it's this his first day? It can't be his first day. 
No. I, it's just it's just bewildering to me to see such bad acting in a thing that so many people love, you know? I hate yeah. to say that those people are wrong, but they're wrong. Cat, Thundercats is bad, you guys. It's it's yeah, not good. Yeah, I mean, good. the script is bad. And it, it is it is fun to hear them again because it's it because it's such a a sort of strange combination of words. Uh, but multiple times they return to the phrase Kingdom of Webs. I guess that's the official name, but there's no signage anywhere. But, you know, Lionel wanders in and is like, wow, a whole kingdom, kingdom of webs. <laughs> An entire kingdom, da, 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 of webs. <laughs> An entire kingdom of webs. There's an incredible cut like right afterwards because he walks in and is surprised by the kingdom of webs. And then he sees Snarf, who's been captured. He sees Snarf and he goes, Snarf! And the camera zooms in on his face and there it's just his face. Like you can't even see his whole head because of how far they've zoomed in. It's like face from Nick Jr. And <laughs> he's like, Snarf! And it's the, the most abrupt cut. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wish that I could describe it to you better than that. It might be our image. I don't even know. It's just, it's wild. Everything about this episode. It's like Ugh. Guy Ritchie took over for one cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the, the plot is mostly nonsense from here. Uh, not that it was better. Yeah, they earlier, run around but... in the kingdom of webs and uh, don't get eaten by a spider or do their best to not. Yeah. Lino shoots his shoots his his beam, his help <laughs> beam, his his like group chat, his like, hey, Thundercats group his chat. Kitty load. Yeah, well, he blasts his circle, his his thunder circle, <laughs> I guess, through the ceiling. Um, I'd like him to blast me in my thunder circle. <laughs> oh, no. Blast through my ceiling. Um, blast right through, right, right through my pelvic floor. Um, <laughs> uh he 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 uses his sword to send up the call to the other Thundercats, like through the cave wall for some reason, or yeah. somehow. And sure. so they're, you know, they show up later because who cares? Um, Panthro and Chitara and Tigra, yeah. who definitely is. I never really thought about Tiger before as a response to Andrew Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical Cats, but <laughs> I do see a lot of I do see a lot of cats yeah. in, in Tigra. Yeah. Oh, sure. With the uh, with the spandex suit. Mm -hmm. Well, just the way that his hair sort of flares out on the sides like a jellical yeah, cat. <laughs> He's very jellical. <laughs> I yeah. see. Uh, I want to say that when they show up, uh, up until this point, we've seen Spidera, the new king of the the new queen of the kingdom of webs. We've seen Spidera, the queen in of eight shots. legs. Yeah, the queen of eight legs. She's she's been in various shots, and it's it's mostly been like shot reverse shot situation where like oh we see her arm and she's approaching Snarf, and then we see her and then we see Snarf. Uh, when they start fighting her, it's apparent for the first time that she's the size of a fucking Godzilla, and I did not know that. I <laughs> no, thought they she were was, they were pretty inconsistent. I didn't pick up on that. She's huge. When they drive the car by her, the car has to go under her legs, and it. It's like the size of one of her feet. She's ginormous. And I don't feel like they did a good job showing me that until that moment. Yeah, no, I didn't get a sense didn't. of that scale ever. Because um, mostly, <laughs> yeah, it cuts to her and she just does like a human scream. Uh, <laughs> like a, oh. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> animals screaming like people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's a uh, the the spider fight at the end is is just so horny. It's just such a I like every fight with Lionel mm -hmm. is just the horniest fight because yeah. it just goes to full he just like Grundle, drags the his full, balls across the screen. The full <laughs> the full Thunder Gooch is just Grundle in, cats. Oh, <laughs> Grundle cats. Yeah, I mean that that leotard that lion Lionel leotard is is just rocking rocking it and. <laughs> Boy, it's like a boy, dorsal it's, fin. It's eye opening. You can't not notice it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they don't let him finish it with his muscles. Uh, the end of the end of Spidera is is uh, her 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 death knell is told by the sound of many many sci fi beams. Of Snarf shooting a gun at her. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of sci fi lasers and then way too many rainbow explosions while Lionel just sort of stands I there with Studio Ghibli hair. 
Okay, I did actually really like the rainbow explosions. The 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 power tank, whatever the action figure storage vehicle is for Thundercats, mm-hmm. um, is firing cannons. Snarf is shooting a gun, and the, <laughs> the car is shooting, and it's like blues and purples and greens and reds, and it's kind of a cool moment where normally yeah. you just see a bunch of bland yellow explosions, but this is really kind of cool. Yeah, like, I'll agree with you on that. And then, you know, you don't see any of Spidera afterwards. Presumably, she's fucking vaporized by, like, <laughs> I, way I saw too her many guns. I think they they were shooting at the cave around her, so it caved oh, her Oh, she in. got away? She got away, and so they uh, like, crashed the cave walls around her. I see, I see. Yeah. It's kind of weak. You know what else was kind of weak was the weird joke that they... Ooh, this, the like, laugh line joke. ending? Yeah. This snarf talks about how he got away from the sticky webs. By just having to dig deep, he doesn't really answer how he got away. I was like, was it sweat or piss or how did you, you know, how did you get out of your web, Starf? And he was like, ha who knows? Um, you just have to dig deep. And then he's stuck to more webs and they're like, <laughs> you've just got to dig deep, Snarf. <laughs> and then they do the... They do the thing. They do the trope thing where they all laugh and go, ha, 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 let's go home, Snarf. <laughs> Come on, Snarf. Let's go home. Thunder, 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 yes. Like, don't they explain. say let's go home. We don't ex- resolve, like, does the web, is he still stuck to the, did they undo it? Did they just pull better? <laughs> they just, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Come on, Snarf. Let's go home. Let's We were in the middle. Home. We were literally, we were literally talking about go <laughs> home. <laughs> and so they do. <laughs> yeah. Back, back to the cat's lair playset. Well, well, back to the, the general discussion of Thundercats. I mean, how mm. do we feel about it? I, I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, I would watch a few more. I, I don't know that I could handle an arc of Thundercats. Uh, unless there was sort of a targeted reason, but I would definitely do another yeah. special. I couldn't do as many Silverhawks for Thundercats. Like no. as many as we did for Silverhawks, I I don't see us us getting There's no anything. way. There's no, no way. Thundercats unless, does not have that much interesting content in it. Unless they have something like a you know like that like that cab driver Seymour or like the neutrinos <laughs> from TMNT. Like there's no, I don't know. I just don't see it. Let's do the categories. Ah, Run down yeah. your categories. Okay. Um. Would we adopt these cats? Uh, some of them. I think. So. I think. I'm on the fence on all of cats. I, I mean, Tiger I guess would be it... a nice live-in man pet. Yeah, maybe Panthro. I was gonna say mm. I like that. I like the hunk. Panthro. I like Panthro's. Yeah, Panthro's <laughs> whole vibe. Um, <laughs> His but you know, vibe. Yeah. And it seems like he has a driver's license, which I do not, and he can take me <laughs> to get ice cream. Panthro, yeah. drive me to the ice cream store. <laughs> Is the cat theme necessary? Uh, kind of. Kind of. I don't know. It's, you, you're it's left kind with of a, t- a weird, I mean, it's just He-Man otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it is, to be perfectly honest. I don't think anything has ever hinged on the fact that they're cats. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah necessary a is a... Necessary is a weird word that we've never been really, really like, you know, defining our terms with. It's like, right, right. It's necessary for this show because I feel like the whole kind of shtick is these anthropomorphic uh, creatures. So they don't have to literally be cats, but you can't just strip away and make them people because they're mm-hmm. they're animal people and they're all they've got this naming convention. It's part of the show. It's yeah, not she meaningful. Real fast. Yeah, it's not meaningful. I agree. No. Are these cats indoor or outdoor cats? These are outdoor cats. These are outdoor yeah. cats. Yeah, Lionel was taking a nap in the sunshine and under a tree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he's definitely an outdoor cat. These are the Huck fins of cats. <laughs> now, here's the. I think here's the real question is, would these cats kill and eat a mouse? I thought this was it's an interesting one for Thundercats. Yeah, I don't think they is. would. No, though they so. could. They yeah, could. I bet they probably eat meat. I bet in their castle, yeah. if they're like nobility from another country... Or uh, another from oh nobility from another world. They probably eat meat. They probably have like haunches of of pork somewhere in their yeah. larder. Um, yeah, that's what we don't see are all the pig people that they sort of raise to eat. As, <laughs> as now, now, do I think Snarf would kill and eat a mouse? Yes, absolutely. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, but Snarf's a piece of absolute trash. <laughs> and we he didn't sure even is. watch an episode with his cousin Snarfer. Uh, oh, fuck. So, yeah, all bets are off there. I want, I want to be very clear. The answer to would we adopt these cats? Absolutely not on Snarfer. <laughs> there was an episode no. that I all I wanted to pick uh, until I saw Queen of Eight Legs. Uh where Snarf gets gets uh, Mumra's power, he becomes Snarfra. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes, yes. You guys, we have watched so many gosh darn cat shows, and <laughs> here we are standing on the other side. We've filled our litter boxes uh, with discussion <laughs> topics. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. And and you know now we're ready to just like lap at a saucer of milk and take a nap in the sunshine. And I don't know how are we feeling about all these damn cats. All these damn cats. Uh, should we do a quick rundown? First week we watched Samurai Pizza Cats and SWAT Cats. Yeah. Right. right? Some some peak, some high highs, some low lows. <laughs> um, yeah. With the, we got blown up with people. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, week two was uh, our Sagwa and our uh Doraemon uh, and Doraemon. Doraemon. dogs and cool car cats. Oh yes. gosh. <laughs> Which I don't know if anything has topped the seeing a, the skeleton <laughs> of a dog car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I seriously think the that street the, uh, bones <laughs> <laughs> the the world building in hot rod dogs and cool car cats is something that, you know, might actually bring me back. Yeah, pretty profound. <laughs> um what? week three was uh fuck Slacker was our cats and oh. all-purpose catch all-purpose cultural cat girl nuku nuku boy yeah that was that was the bottom that was the deepest bottom <laughs> i never i never can allow myself to watch slacker cats again because oh, god we had so many stinkers this this arc alone and slacker cats still really just Dives into the Marriott's trench. I don't know how we'll ever be able to to bottom oh. that. Top. I was going to say top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those work interchangeably. I guess no. Uh, <laughs> we'll never be able to bottom it. <laughs> oh boy! And then we had this week. We had Garfield and and Thundercats and. I think we need some superlatives. Um, yeah, I was going to say, know. can we just do a quick rundown? Before maybe some, maybe before, before the awards, or maybe after, I don't know. Do we want to do a little rundown of just like shows we'd watch more of? Shows or no? Or yeah. go to superlatives? I, I mean, I would definitely watch more of Samurai Pizza Cats. Yeah, Pizza Cats I'm with great. you right there. Yeah, I would watch um, more of Hot Rod Dogs and Cool Car Cats if just for sort of, you know, truly, satiating it, my, my curiosity. <laughs> I might have one more... <laughs> of hot rod dogs in me and then that's it i, I want to know what's going on with with nuku nuku <laughs> <laughs> okay i could i could i could do a little more nuku nuku i think maybe i perhaps I'm still... uh, I more to finish the saga OBA. was delightful but <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't i don't know that we need more it's kind of a sort of tame children's show samurai pizza cats is really the only one that i think i think is just gold i mean no matter <laughs> no matter what episode we pick is it's gonna be a wild ride? I, I fully agree. Well, let's let's think. What what are what are their best in show categories? What's our? Uh, are we gonna the, rate cats? This, this is yeah, like our cat. What's the nicest cat? Who was the nicest cat? Oh, Sagwa. Sagwa's got to be the nicest cat. How about the meanest cat? Uh, oh, might the be cats, right? It's no, no. The, me the meanest cats are the ones that keep a tally of the men the they've killed cats? on their wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fucking the fucking yeah. hit squad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, too violent for the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably SWAT cats. Um, but then also, I don't know. I mean, Doraemon also comes in and is just like, "Hey, child, you're a piece of shit. Nobody likes you in the future." Um, but he does want to help, so maybe he gets nicer over time. But yeah, SWAT cats are are, are have to be on a watch list. <laughs> um, what about? Cutest cat. Cutest oh. cat. Well, oh, no. it's probably a cultural cat girl, Nuku Nuku. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Nuku Nuku, Lion-O. Lion-O. Lion-O's cutie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Lino is a big time hunk. <laughs> Biggest like wasted potential. Slacker cats. Wasted yeah. potential? Did it have potential? For potential, I think t- there's the same answer. But what what would you say? Uh, maybe all purpose culture cat Nuku Nuku. I thought that show had a lot of originality. Yeah. And kind of wound up being pretty normal. Right. Uh, and and plain. I, I think, like we mentioned in the episode, I would have really liked to see more about the relationship developing between yeah, more family Nuku stuff. and her family to kind of know, uh, just understand, like, why it matters. Yeah. <laughs> that they have a robot cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's, I mean, that's cats, you guys. That's all that's of our cats. cats. And that's cats, as they say. And like they say, you can take the lasagna out of the the cat out of the lasagna, but not the <laughs> You know the saying. It's the yeah. one they say. And strong. <laughs> that's what we always say. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'd tell you what we're doing next week, but we have no idea. So, you know, just fucking deal with that. Yeah. We hope you're enjoying your summer. I hope you've enjoyed all these cats. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday.